0: Pat, Pat, Pat! What a show today, huh? What a show! Incredible. I mean, it was wow. We had you know, women being punched in the testicles. <laughs> uh, we uh, we kind of told the truth today, and that was the whole theme of the show: of uh, how much how much more or how many more lies are you going to take? CBS News had breaking news during the show. Um, they still have not officially identified the gender. Of the killer. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was a chick, a sick chick, Um, but uh, maybe that's just me. I really don't care. She's dead. She doesn't really care. Although we pieced together some of the last shootings and found something very interesting you don't want to miss. Brought to you by Jace Medical. We shot down the spy balloon, China. Did you know that the president hasn't even called yet, President Xi? No, nothing. No communication since that. I thought they were so close. I thought they were going in the Himalayas together and seventeen thousand miles together. Really, that is amazing. Yeah, now they're. Just, yeah. I guess they're. They're just all talked out. Okay. <laughs> we rely on overseas to be able to have eighteen out of the twenty-one critical antibiotics that we need. 72% of our active pharmaceutical ingredients come from overseas. I'm thinking maybe we should start making medicines here. Maybe we should find a way to make sure we have some in case there's some sort of a shortage. It's already happening. Our hospitals are short 30% of their drugs. I want you to call Jace Medical. I want you to go, to, go online to jacemedical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout. You'll get a discount on your order of the Jace case. The Jace case has a pack of five different courses of antibiotics. It treats a long list of bacterial illnesses. Great for travel. Also great for anything that you might be unprepared for. JaceMedical.com promo code Beck. J-A-S-E Medical.com. Well, we had yet another tragic school shooting, and so I want to start the program where we have started too often. Our hearts break for the victims and their families and the entire community affected by this senseless act of violence. I'm a parent. I'm a concerned citizen. All of us fear for the safety of our children and our loved ones. We share the same goal of creating a safe and secure environment for everyone, but especially in the places of learning and growth. It is natural for all of us to feel anger and fear During these times. And it may seem unnatural to rise above it, but we must. Because it's essential to remember that we have to come together as a society. We must come together and address the root causes of violence. And it's not the gun but rather the misuse of them by individuals who are mentally ill or have a criminal intent. I, for one, want to address the problem of gun violence. I am worried about this with my own children. Every American, I don't care who you voted for, feels the same. But enough is enough. When will we address mental health? Do you know the damage that we have done to our children just because of COVID? The damage to their mental health? Look at the suicide rate. What is causing all of this? It is the loss of the old guards of our civilization. There are a few areas I think we need to address. First, the parents and families. (sighs) I'm sorry. We love you. Our society is sick. It is sick and unrecognizable to most of us. Your loved ones have paid the ultimate price for that illness. And I say I'm sorry because I'm part of the society that has an unwillingness to see the truth, apparently. To the mother of the 27-year-old shooter, I've read your old posts. You've been fighting against guns in school. While we disagree, we both want this violence to end. And I've read your post about your children and how proud you are and the moments of beauty. You feel like every mom and dad feels about their child. And you were right to feel that way. Today, how confused you must be. You should know. We love you, too. You lost a child as well. You lost a child to the same society that has an unwillingness to see the truth. But you should also know you're part of our community, and we mourn with you as well. Now, to the political class and the media elites... You have been dividing us for years. At first, I think I was a part of that. I've tried really hard not to be. But you're not sincere in anything you do. I don't know. At first, maybe you saw, maybe you thought you were right. And then every time society proved you wrong you just dug your heels in now i don't know now is it just a win over your opponent is it just crush the other side is it because you you believe that everyone who doesn't vote your way is evil or is it that you just no longer care I'm one American among, I think, many that no longer believe in you. I can understand why thinking people vote differently than me. I can. And those people aren't the problem. The problem begins with the people that only care about money or power or so arrogant that they think they know better than the rest of us and they make themselves or their system into a false god. The arrogance. You go after the disaffected, the weak, and the hopeless, and you prey on these things, promising to be their savior. If they will only help you gain power of over those who you call their enemies. You have lied. You have lied through half-truths. You've lied through omission. You've lied through... fabrications you've distorted the truth to where it's no longer recognizable you call men women and women men in your world our children are legally children until 25 for insurance purposes yet adult enough to alter their own bodies at eight you have called evil good and good evil We do not have a gun problem in America. Per capita, there were more guns a 100 years ago than there are right now. They didn't have these problems. Is it the gun or is it the people? What we have in America is a truth problem. We have turned ourselves inside out. We have turned ourselves against the basic principles that gave us life and freedom. Oh, in the promise of a fuller life, our women have no more children and our men have lost all meaning reason and faith. From the beginning of time as Kipling noticed You promised us perpetual peace. You swore if we just give you our weapons that the wars of the tribe would cease. But we know if you disarm us, you'll sell us and deliver us bound to our foe. You know, just yesterday, the Wall Street Journal released a poll that showed what American principles we value most. Children, God, family. They were last in the list. Money was in the top three. Money? Since when has money become a principle? I guess I guess since money is the god that so many worship. Money over principles every time a corrupt bank is bailed out. Money over principles any time we make those who never want to pay their school tuition. Every time we make somebody pay for that tuition that didn't go to school, I guess it's money over principles. What kind of God do we worship that make children flawed? And the gods in the surgical gowns can mutilate and sterilize them to make them just the way they were intended. That's an ancient God that I don't recognize. We all know the words that were written in the summer of 1776. We hold these truths. But other words were written later that year. When things weren't so sunny. It was December 21st. These are the times that try men's souls. That turned our nation around. These are the times that try men's souls and the modern day patriots, the lovers of truth and justice, justice for all, all men, all women. And yes, we can define that. We must stand firm in the face of an ever growing storm of disinformation, discord, division, The weak hearted are not going to be able to weather this storm. But those with the courage to fight for what is true will emerge victorious. We live in a time when our faith in institutions, our faith in everything we know, where our very democracy, our republic is under siege. The way out is to remember the principles. We are drowning in a sea of lies. Cling to the life raft, cling to the inter- enduring belief in life and liberty, truth and justice. We'll only be able to find our way out if we can rekindle the flame of unity and embrace the American spirit that carried us through so many crises before. We've been here before. But this time, our American crisis... We have to constantly remind ourselves that it's not an external enemy that we conquer, but the internal divisions that are threatening to tear us apart and those divisions that are created by monsters of men who are not just tearing us apart individual from individual, but tearing us and our children apart from the inside out. America, it is high time to uh, reaffirm our commitment to the values that define us as a people. It is our collective responsibility as free people to stand up for those principles of truth. The seeds of division have been sown by those who seek to manipulate and exploit us for their own gain. Shatter our trust in one another, to instill fear and hatred where there should be understanding and compassion. Truth is now clouded by conspiracy. The lines between fact and fiction have been blurred. Truth is a light. Everything we face is not insurmountable, but now is the time to return to truth and decency and justice for all. Our kids are the ones who are going to pay the highest of prices for what we do now. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. All right, so <clears throat> we have kind of an interesting kind of an interesting situation. I don't know if you saw this, but an eminent Oxford scientist has spoken out now. But he's probably not the right kind of expert. Have you noticed we're all supposed to listen to the experts unless they disagree with the other experts? I mean, it's really easy to tell which experts you should listen to. Does the government agree with those experts? If they do, then they're the right experts. If they don't, then they're dangerous experts that should be silenced. Well, he's saying we're going to run out of electricity here because wind power fails on every count. Now, while we're disabling some of our power generation plants, anything that's with coal, we're disabling them and dismantling them here in the United States. So there's no way back. Um, We're also buying electric cars, or at least I don't know if we're buying them as much as somebody selling them. And uh, and everybody, I, I think, just based on how many car companies are going all electric, these car companies must be selling buttloads of electric cars, right? The demand has got to be crazy for them. Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe not so much. I talked to uh, Paul Bryan. Uh, he is Car Coach Reports editor-at-large. He's um, for 20 years. He was on the management team running the Chicago Auto Show. Uh, he also managed the Alfa Romeo Indi- uh, Indy car team. He's a uh, uh, Emmy award winning broadcaster all about cars. And I was talking to him over the weekend and wow. I heard stuff I've not heard before. So uh, we welcome to the program now. Paul Brian.
1: Hi, Paul. Hey, good morning. How are you? What a nice surprise to be with you. Terrific. How are you?
0: So uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, our email exchange over the weekend um, about why is everyone ending the combustion engine? What's happening? Is demand really that
1: big? No, Glenn. No, it's not. (laughs) I know you're going to find that hard to and, and, you know, I need to set out at the start here. I am not an anti-EV guy. I'm an anti-EV guy right now. I, I'm against it when it's an agenda. It's not an option. Uh, I'm against it when we, frankly, have to go to China for most of the elements that we need to make the batteries and, and other things in there. I'm I'm against them when we need government subsidies to get customers through the door, and then once they get through the door, and they take a look at the price of the car versus uh, versus an internal combustion car, they kind of go, "Hmm, let me think about that." And and the the weird thing for me is that there's no soul there. And I know that you appreciate the soul of a car. And uh, I, w- I would contend that Mozart never wrote a symphony that's as beautiful as a Ferrari V12 at 7,000 mm. RPM. And and I don't want to feel like I'm driving a Nirolco. Uh so, <laughs> Santa did back in the 60s. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Right. Yes, he did. Right. But I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a, a cultural shift uh, or Perhaps generational. When when you or Pat or I were were growing up, there was a, a great mystery. There was a wanderlust to America, and 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 maybe when I was working with Alpha on the, the IndyCar project, when I would spend as much time as I did in Italy, it was like smaller. Everything was more compacted. And then the technicians and the engineers, we, we would come over here for the series, they were astonished at the scope and the size of America. And they, and they kind of went, now we're starting to get it. They're starting to understand. And, uh, and, and, I, and I just, every time I get into an EV, the first thing, even before I get into it, I'm thinking about what's my range. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's even been assigned to psychosis now because everything has, but uh, range anxiety is so, what that's called.
0: So, why, are, why this big push? Why are these car companies? You told me that the the after 10 years of just constant selling EVs, uh, the demand is still around 3%.
1: So. Yeah, if if you if it is, and if you put in all of the different variants of of electrics, it's going to be a tick higher than that. But the pure ones, yeah, uh, they've got a lot of work to do because they've got a lot of marketing work to do on top of that. You've you've got a car that's more expensive initially when you walk through the door, uh, then the proponents would say. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to spend as much as I am. In so, gasoline.
0: are all of the car company people, are are they all for the EV? Are they, are the CEOs yeah. and, uh, bu- I mean, these should be car or,
1: guys. Uh, yeah, publicly or privately? There, there's two <laughs> different answers. <laughs> there's two different answers to that question. Okay. And, and, privately. uh, yeah, privately, you know, and they're going, oh, what a bottle of Advil this is. And, uh, you know, they they have to meet what's going on from the government agendas that are out there. You, you've got California, which is out of control and has been out of control since the 70s, really, on, the, on their emissions uh, demands on the industry. And, you know, all, all of the emissions stuff that we have on cars in all 50 states uh, basically run off of. Uh, uh standards and demands that are in place by the California Air Resources Board CARB. And uh, it was, uh, they sell about 40%, 35%, 40% of all cars in the United States. So it, it's very difficult for a manufacturer to make two different versions of cars. They, they're not going to make it California compliant. They tried that in the beginning. And it really didn't work. So, So when
0: when California says we're not going to take any more combustion engines as of what? I think they said 2030. That means 2035. That means the car companies can't make two different kinds. So, they're just going to make what California
1: wants, right? Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Of course, it's insane. And and privately, when I'll meet with executives and, and have dinner or cocktails after dinner or something like that, I'll say, "Man, this is this is tough." But you know, what, what are we going to do? There there are execs in the industry that are starting to turn. Uh, there are even now countries who are starting to turn. If uh, if they're right up the road from you there at uh, Toyota, where they're headquartered in in North America, they're building a blend of vehicles. They're saying, hey, we are not buying this total EV conversion thing uh, as, you know, it's not going to take the way that everybody thinks it's going to take. The the goals and the standards are being set up by bureaucrats who have zero idea of how the automobile industry works, or or really how business works for that matter. So it's it's uh, it's really tough to pick an arbitrary number. So when you,
0: you, you hang on you have you have other c- car companies, but you don't seem to have American car companies doing that. It's almost like we're just killing ourselves on this. You have you know dodge is making the ultimate engine i mean this is this is the the golden era of of muscle cars and it's over and it's over
1: I know it's 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 crazy. I, I, I went to the briefing on uh, on that car. Glenn is talking about the Demon One Hundred and Seventy, mm. which uh, which is the last call edition of, of this muscle car from Dodge, and they announced uh, one thousand twenty five horsepower, and and me with you know gasoline in my veins, I said. Oh sure, so you couldn't get ten twenty six out of it. Huh? What a bunch of slackers! <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean you've got some wonderful cars out there right now that are making. I mean, look look at how successful they've been with the Demon series when it first came out. Right, seven hundred horsepower. Right, seven oh seven. What it was. So, and then they said well, they said. Hold my beer. Watch what we're going to do here. Are
0: they are they able to go back, or you kick the door when you stop making these uh, engines?
1: Nah, nah. I, I I think this is it. You know, you know, it's it's a wow. uh, multi multi uh, uh, you know dodges not dodge anymore. Dodges and you know yeah. Detroit based place. You know, it's stillantis now. So you've got uh, large European influences in there, and you're going to start seeing uh, a, lo- a lot of the global platforms that are being used for cars that we're going to see here in America. Heck, that, that the demon that you're talking about, the, the car that we're talking about here with 1,025 horsepower, originated... As an E Series Mercedes, back two owners ago, and Chrysler, you know, it was even before. had uh, bought them. and that was a, a Daimler product at that point. Her wow! Ownership.
0: Uh, Paul, thank you so much. Uh, I, I think we are we are just headed for we're already in Crazy Town. But when you talk about getting <laughs> yeah, we're rid- get
1: there fast,
0: I know I know, a little faster. <laughs> we got a lot of horsepower uh, currently. Um, uh, Paul, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, You're Paul, most You bet. Paul Bryan, you can uh, follow him on Twitter at the Paul. Bryan knows an awful lot about uh, cars and it'll take us years, years, decades to flip this fleet over. And yet, what are we doing? I mean, I, I can see them. Do you know that they are talking now about a new carbon fuel? This is let me look this up real quick. They, they uh, the new carbon fuel that is being uh, made in Italy and Germany. They're saying that they want exceptions to make a an internal combustion engine, but they are working on a new fuel that works like gasoline or diesel. Um, and it uh, it will have zero emissions currently. It's at forty five dollars a gallon. <laughs> but, you know, if that's I mean, if that's a problem for you, you shouldn't be driving anyway, really. <laughs> uh, it's currently at forty five dollars a gallon. Uh, but they say by 2026, it could be down to eight Mm -hmm. Which which is, uh, you know, that puts you on par with Europe. So Mm -hmm. and wasn't it Barack Obama who said you'd be paying eight or ten dollars a gallon for gas? Yeah, it was. Congratulations. Here we are. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Just breaking news. This just uh, came in at the top of the hour to me. Update from CBS News. Police identified the suspect as 28 year old Audrey Hale. Who they shot and killed at the scene. CBS News is still working to confirm Hale's gender identity. Wow. Good luck with that. How and are you going to be able to that's tell? That's the way it is. <sighs> this is what CBS News and all the other journalists are chasing their tail about today. Was she a girl or was she a boy? She was a girl. Now, I don't want to be hateful, but she's dead, so it's not like I'm hurting her feelings. This is the problem with our society. Has anybody at CBS News decided to look into why we have four four mass shooters now? Colorado Springs shooter identified as non-binary. Denver shooter, identified as trans. Aberdeen shooter, identified as trans. Nashville, identified as trans. Anybody in the newsroom want to look into that? Or do you need more? There is a sickness. It is not the guns. It is mental illness that is causing these things. And you don't have to be trans to be mentally ill. You don't have to be a bad guy to be mentally ill. Mental illness is real. Going in and looking at eight and nine year olds and plotting to kill them is a mental illness. It is a mental illness. There is something so rotten at the core. What do you suppose that could be? Now, it could be many things, just chemical mental illness. Sometimes people are predisposed to mental illness. Okay, we could find that out by talking to mom. All right, might be that. Could be that she had uh, some sort of uh, some sort of problem growing up. And she wasn't comfortable in her body. And all of the answers, because all of the medical people in her life and all the school people in her life were probably telling her, yeah, you're probably a guy. And so she identified as a guy and she didn't get any happier. Could be that she identified as a guy and she was happier, except people were telling her that there is a liquidation, a literal genocide that is going on and she felt she had to do something about it by the way i mean i hate to point this out i'm sure the you know media is is all on top of this but uh, there was a uh, take action day that was scheduled this week revenge day specifically for the trans community One Democratic uh, supporter and co-founder of this movement was actually paying for people to get gun, uh, uh, gun training. Now, if you're doing vengeance and training for guns, I don't know, there might be something to that. Our friends at the Daily Wire, our prayers are with you. Daily Wire was mentioned by... Trans Revenge Day or Vengeance Day. Okay, great, great. Could be that. You know what it wasn't? The gun. That Definitely not that. It was something inside of this girl. It was either a chemical imbalance that she was born with that confused her on the truth, or it's this frickin' sick society that is doing it. My bet is the society. But I could easily be convinced that it was the society that pushes sick individuals even deeper and in the wrong direction. But maybe that's just me. I mean, I have always, always given the the left the benefit of the doubt in any of these shooters. When, When a guy tried to kill half of Congress by killing all of the Republican uh, congressmen on a baseball field, and he was a Bernie Sanders supporter, and he stated he wanted to kill all the Republicans. I still said, This is a person with mental illness. They've never given us the benefit of the doubt on the other side. I always do. You have four trans people that have just done multiple shootings, okay? You have four four multiple shooters now i'm sorry but that's such a small slice of the population that you shouldn't have four of of them on anything except maybe i don't know story hour at libraries you, you don't have a statistic about about mass shooters And have four of one category. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And you know what the press will say? Is a response to things like this. They'll say, It's my bigotry and my hatred of trans. I don't care. I really don't care. Call yourself whatever you want. Are you happy? Are you a better person because of it? Are you moving forward? Are you being more peaceful? Good. Then I'm fine. You know, if you're trying to shove anything down my throat, Right or left, from religion to transgenderism, shut the hell up. Shut up. I don't have to listen to you. I'm not going to accept something because somebody else tells me to. That's not the way the world works. That is fascism. But they're going to say that things like this, I'm only saying this because of my hatred. I don't have any hatred. You know what I hate? I hate lies. I hate the constant lying from everyone in the press, everyone in politics, it seems, everyone at this White House, all of its supporters. I'm sick and tired of the medical industry telling me about raccoon dogs and lying in such a such an insidious way put a report out but don't put any of the don't put any of the 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 facts out don't don't, don't make sure you don't have any of the real sciency stuff in there cuz you'll get caught put it out and then pull it off real quick make sure that somebody like the atlantic atlantic are you at any point is anyone in the media ever going to be are you ever going to be offended that they think you're so dumb and they used you as a front? Or at some point, I have to assume you were part of it. Because they've lied to you so many times, a normal human being would go, okay, I'm not listening to you anymore. And in fact, I'm going to expose you because you told me this. I put my reputation on the line. And you were lying, and you knew that they were lying. I'm not listening to you anymore. But they keep listening. They keep listening. Don't listen to these so-called experts. What is happening to our children right now is dangerous. It is confusing our children. Our children are innocent. They are ripping the innocence away from our children. And you know what really frustrates me so much? I I think about this almost all the time, almost all the time. I'll be off doing something else and I'll see something or, you know, news will come in or whatever. And almost always the first time is, what the hell happened to people? What happened to people? Where where, where are they? What? Why don't they see this? Why won't they see this? Why do they refuse to open their eyes? Is it because you're afraid? If you open up your eyes, it will mean that you have to open up your mouth and you're afraid of losing your job? It will be the greatest thing you've ever done. Mark my words, to lose your job because you stand for the truth. Be the greatest thing. Have no fear. Have no fear. Or is it because if you admit to yourself now that it was wrong, you've yelled at so many people and condemned so many people that you don't think that you can be forgiven by those people? Or maybe you don't. Want to admit you're wrong? I don't know what it is, but those are all lies. Whatever that is, that's a lie. The truth will set you free. But do we even recognize the truth anymore? Do you know 1998, 1998, when they took poll and said, what's an important attribute to an American, to be an American? 70% said patriotism. The love of country. There's nothing wrong with the love of country. In 2019, they had whittled that away to 61%. But that's 1998 to 2019. 70 to 61%. Loss of nine points. From 2019 to today, we've gone from 61 to 38%. 38%. Same time period, religion, important as an attribute to America. Religion, 62% in 98, 48% in 19, and 39% today. Having children, 59% in 1998. Now, 43, I'm sorry, 2019, 43. Now it's 30%. Only 30% people of people think that having children is important. Let me tell you something. I didn't want to have children. Gee, how many times have you heard me say that, Pat? Many. I didn't want, I didn't want mm-hmm. children. When I first got married, I didn't want any children. I had two children. Then I got divorced, and, and then I got married again, and she wanted to have children. And I'm like, I don't want to have children. I've already got two children. I don't want more children. I have two children. Do you know? It takes, it takes years to be able to get wisdom like this. There is nothing more important in my life than my children. It is the only thing that gives me true joy is my children and my family. It's what we were sent here to do. To have children and cherish them and raise them. And now 30%, 30%. What the hell is happening to your country? What is not happening to your country? What is happening to you as a human being? What is more important than the family? Is it your job? Do you think, I mean... Maybe Americans just don't ask this question anymore. Why was I sent here? What is my purpose? Was my purpose of life to get a good job and to buy a car and have a house in a certain neighborhood? Was, is that the meaning of my life? What a colossal waste of time. How meaningless is that? was is the meaning of my life to just sit here and endure all things just to endure them and just say i'm not saying anything about it i don't care what they do to me i, I don't i don't care i i, I just don't want to be i don't want to be you know pointed out as an oddball jeez and by the way important american attribute 1998 31% said money In 19, 41% said money. Today, 43% say money.